I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, I'm Julie Gould and this is Working Scientist, the Nature Careers podcast. This episode features the two winners of the 2019 Inspiring and Innovating Science Awards. Since 2018, Nature Research have teamed up with the Estee Lauder Foundation to find people who have gone above and beyond to support and inspire women in science, technology, engineering and maths. One award focuses on innovation in science, and this year was awarded to Doreen Anene, a PhD student at the University of Nottingham in the UK and visiting scholar at the University of Sydney in Australia. Doreen is trying to change the mindsets of young women in her home country of Nigeria about the possible careers in STEM. It's not for women. That's a story that has been passed down. There is no reason, there is no explanation, there's no scientific facts, there's no proof but it's just not for women. We don't know why, but it's not just for women. And that's why, you know, the mentality of many young girls are clogged about what they should be and what they shouldn't be. The Inspiring Science Award this year goes to Jean Fan, who is a postdoc at Harvard University. She used her computer skills to encourage young women to see themselves in a variety of scientific careers via a customizable storybook, despite the challenges that they may face along the way. That you're going to experience uh, lots of situations, especially as a woman in science, unfortunately, that are going to challenge you and force you to kind of step outside your comfort zone and become more than what you think you're capable of and more than what you think society or more than what society has told you effectively that you're capable of. So as well as developing computational methods for analysing various types of single-celled multi-omic data, Jean spends her time running Customized. Customized was inspired by her own experience as being the only female student in her bioinformatics programme. So as a way to meet other women in science, she joined the Harvard Graduate Women in Science and Engineering student group, where she started volunteering with an organisation called Science Club for Girls. This gave her the opportunity to share her science career story and experience with young girls at secondary schools in the area. And uh, when I was volunteering, um, a lot of my students, um, I noticed they would just casually make remarks like how they're not a particular, if you would ask them what's their favorite subject, um, they would say, oh, well, you know, I'm not quite a math person, but I like this. Or um, 
not necessarily see themselves as future scientists. Um, so there, so then at the end of the year, um, I was uh, I was wrapping up my volunteering. Um, I really wanted to leave them with some type of uh, gift of sorts to encourage them to continue their interest in science or continue developing their interest in science. Um, and I, I really wanted this message to be personalized. And so then uh, I created, um, I, I wrote and illustrated a, a children's book um, that depicted, um, that I personalized to look like each of my students. And I used their names in the book so that it would be a story about them and how they uh, became a, a veterinarian or a, 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 a mathematician or a physicist uh, so that they could uh, learn a bit more about all these different careers that I didn't get a chance to teach them about and see themselves as potentially you know, deriving their own mathematical equation or discovering their own strain of bacteria that they name after themselves or something. So it was these books that were the start of Customized, which is now a website where parents can create personalized storybook characters for their children, where they go on adventures discovering different scientific career paths. But although the books are meant to be inspiring, they also shed light on one of the trickier aspects of a career in science, which is failure. And that however exciting a career in science may be, it isn't always an easy one. There are challenges, there are ups and downs, there are times when one might fail. Why did you decide to put that in, especially when you're aiming these books at secondary school students? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, one of the reasons I'm here today is really because I persisted. I think it's really important to teach our kids the importance of uh, persistence and just uh, teach them at an early age that it's it's common to fail and it's okay to fail, that you're going to experience uh, lots of situations, especially as a woman in science, unfortunately, that are going to challenge you and force you to kind of step outside your comfort zone and become more than what you think you're capable of and more than what you think society or more than what society has told you effectively that you're capable of. And I think, and my hope is that for girls who read this book, that they'll remember when they inevitably face those challenges that um, that they can rise to the occasion and, and it's perfectly okay to fail. And what, uh, what often distinguishes between those who fail and those who ultimately succeed is those who get up and try again. So you yourself said that you had to persist. So what challenges did you face in your scientific career? When I first got into computer science, it was really challenging because um, uh, I was in a class where I had never had any computer science education prior and everyone else, at least it seemed, uh, already had some background in computer science. Um, so I really struggled and for a long time I didn't really understand why I was struggling. Um, so at the end of the year, um, I didn't do very well in that class. Uh, the teacher did was uh, give us like little stickers on our final exams if she wanted us, she thought we should continue on the next, uh, into the next advanced computer science course. And I was just so disappointed I didn't get a sticker. Oh no. Um, yeah, so that was, I think, yeah, so that was just really just disappointing because I tried so hard and so I basically just ignored her and I continued taking more computer science classes and 
I eventually went on to tinker a lot with computer science in my own free time, just making websites and making apps and widgets. And then later, you know, I actually went to graduate school for bioinformatics, which is very CS heavy. And um, my advisor um, is a man. Um, so when we eventually published one of our um, first papers in Nature Methods, um, colleagues would kind of you know, mention that uh, or insinuate that you know, my male advisor had done all the work. And I think it's, it's very discouraging, um, but uh, you just kind of have to persist and ignore them and you know, go on to really publish more papers and establish yourself as an independent thinker and capable of doing science independently of your advisor. Um, but there are a lot of these uh, uh, situations where you'll face where uh, people will try to you know, undermine you or um, display certain microaggressions and so forth and try to keep you down. But I think it's important to acknowledge the bigger picture and the bigger goals that you've set for yourself and um, yeah, do what it takes to pursue those goals. As well as a personalizable book, Customize wants to make sure that young women can interact with real, relatable women in science. So um, we organize uh, these various uh, educational programs and hands-on learning activities um, locally in collaboration with uh, Boston Libraries and other after-school programs um, where we bring in um, female scientific speakers from the local Harvard and MIT community to talk about their research in a fun way that is engaging to kids um, and then giving kids an opportunity to participate in similar things. They can, uh, they can engineer their own little airplanes. They can uh, conduct experiments in their own way. So this year is nature's 150th year. And what the, science, uh, what the nature career section is doing is looking at how um, well, it's looking at how um, scientific careers have changed and how nature, science and society have recognized contributions from female scientists uh, throughout history. So uh, we were wondering here at Nature Careers whether or not you have a particular female scientist from any point in history that has been a particular inspiration to you. I really love to quote Clara Barton, uh, who is the founder of the American Red Cross. I defy the tyranny of precedent. I cannot afford the luxury of a closed mind. And I think it's um, really important for uh, uh, women to recognize that, for example, just because a woman hasn't done it before doesn't necessarily mean that a woman weren't meant to do this and women can't you know, do it. And I think she is a particular embodiment of that. Now, my last question to you, Jean, do you have any advice that you would like to give to any young female future scientists or current scientists about a career in science? Yeah, I think, yeah, actually, one of the advice that I really don't like to receive and I've received a lot of is, um, frankly, uh, to just be yourself. Um, because at least for me, uh, what I've found is that you know I go through so many uh, experiences that challenge me to become more than just myself and uh, do more than what I think uh, uh, I am capable of. Um, so yeah, I think it's really important that 
when these challenges arise, but um, we um, that yeah, we rise to the occasion and we um, meet these challenges face on and persist because uh, not necessarily just because it's um, we're trying to address a particular scientific question, but because it's what the future generation of girls who look up to us demand of us. And I think it's important to keep that in mind that you are, no matter at what stage you are in your career, uh, you are a role model to the younger girls looking up to you. Thank you and congratulations to Jean Fran. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Doreen Anene, originally from Nigeria, has won the Innovating Science Award this year for the STEM Bell, a not-for-profit organisation that she started two years ago. The STEM Bell targets young girls from under-resourced schools in low-income communities in Nigeria, Ghana and Pakistan and hopes to show them that a career in science is an option for them, whatever the cultural norms might currently be. Now, it started when Doreen spent some time finding out about the representation of women in science in Ghana. She went to some of the local schools and used games as a way of finding out what young children thought about who scientists really were. I, I had a list of careers and I told them, look, I'm going to call out this career and you tell me who should do this, a boy or a girl. And I started a pilot and everyone wailed that it should be a boy who should be a pilot. Everyone thought that a boy should be an architect, a structural engineer, a marine engineer. And then I said, teaching. And everybody thought that it was women who should be nurses. And then when I said medicine, they thought oh, maybe boys should do and girls should also be doctors. You know, it was a mix. But the summary of the whole thing is that they had an idea of who should be what. It shouldn't be classified. It shouldn't be, this should be for boys, this should be for girls. And it gave me so much joy that I could pour myself out to young people and at the later part of 2017 we got STEM registered in Nigeria. So tell us a little bit about the STEM Bell. What is it and what does it do? We're focused on getting more girls fit for the future of STEM and we're doing this through three strategies. First to attract them to science subjects. Secondly to retain them in science classes and thirdly to advance them to science careers through STEM higher education. Now, these strategies are specifically aimed at girls between the ages of 7 and 14. Because this is like the formative years before they get to where they have to make a choice, whether to do science or arts or commercial or accounting or something. At that age, we start to break the stereotypes that have been formed around most girls. Now, in Africa, you ask a young girl a question, say six years old, what do you want to be? You're going to hear names like petrochemical engineer, aeronautical engineer, you know, the very big and juicy names. You hear oncologist, robotics engineer, sound system, all really amazing stuff. But come back to the girl when she's 10 and ask her what you want to be. And she starts to tell you something different. 
they start listening to things from maybe their parents, their teachers. Things like, why do you want to become an aeronautical engineer? Don't you want to get married? It's difficult for men to marry women who are engineers. And they just start to reconsider their options. And they're like, oh, let me just do something that will make me marriageable or something. You know, it's quite embarrassing, but that is the real, that's, that's, act, that's the reality on ground. There's a, put it put it in it put it as inequality, but there's just a lot of divide, you know, between what males can do and what females can do. And one of the things that is 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 not you know women shouldn't do is higher education, STEM. I mean, why would you want to be an engineer? <laughs> it's not for women. That's a story that has been passed down. There is no reason. There is no explanation. There's no scientific facts. There's no proof but it's just not for women. We don't know why, but it's not just for women. And that's why, you know, the mentality of many young girls are clogged about what they should be and what they shouldn't be. What Doreen and her team of volunteers at the STEM Bell do is invite women in science from a wide range of disciplines to come into the schools and spend some time with the girls and give the girls an opportunity to ask questions, to share their fears and to show them what it is like to be a successful scientist. Now, alongside this, the STEM Bell has also created termly academic awards for the highest performing girls from all the schools that they work with. And each year, all the winners of these awards are invited to a summer boot camp, an intensive eight-day stay where they're exposed to female scientists and a variety of activities aimed at showing them what the world of science could be like for them. We had our very first uh, median boot camp between 17th to 25th of August in 2019, and it was magical. Basically, what we do on the camp was that we brought in women. Most of them were the chaperones, and they just spoke to them on different careers in STEM. Safety in STEM, aviation, engineering, um, agriculture, computer appreciation and internet utility, medicine, public health so many it was it was so many other stuff robotics drone technology 3d printing we even spoke to them about how to manage expectation and reality and um you know we talked to them about the life in secondary school you know life in science classes in secondary school we we had um, personal development it was really amazing now all the events that we had on camp were hands-on were all practical and there were competitions to go with each session. We didn't restrict the camp to only the students because we understand the very important role the teachers and school counsellors have to play in shaping career choices for um, students. So we also invited 15 teachers from across the schools that we work with in Nigeria and we had 12 of them on camp. Now, to make the camp a success, we had to bring in chaperones. These are volunteers. They're all women in STEM. Some are engineers, physicists, um, public health experts. One was even, uh, 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 she just newly completed secondary school, and she, she, she studied science in secondary school, and she joined us on camp. Now, during the camp, we had STEM activities, um, STEM awareness creation, we had um, STEM industry tours, we had STEM projects, and the teachers also had teachers development training. So we collaborated with some organizations to just bring together a training, to deliver a training to the teachers on 
education for sustainable development and you know recent teaching pedagogy for um improved learning you mentioned that the camp was magical like what was so magical about it what was the response from the girls that you brought into the camp they came with a particular mindset and i could see the change when they were leaving the teachers wouldn't stop talking about it you know they wouldn't stop writing about it i could see the confidence that was built the skills they left with public speaking collaboration teamwork the teachers left with new skills about teaching and this all are reflected in feedbacks and um, responses from their parents so do you follow up with with the girls that you meet with and that your your program works with after they've finished with the, your main program we have a very strong database of you know their names their addresses their parents addresses their parents telephone numbers not all of them have mobile phones and emails because most of them are not yet of age but what we do is for those who are of age we opened emails for them and we have encouraged them to keep writing us then for others who are not of age we have received many phone calls from their parents and we are following up with them through their parents and is is the hope then that some of these girls who have been through the stem bell program will then come back as alumni and help inspire future generations as well? Yes, there is. Matter of fact, at the end of the camp, a STEM Bell ambassador emerged. So she is going to be like the face of the STEM Bell for a year. And during our programs, even though she's still a STEM Bell, still a student, we're going to be taking her around to some of our schools to just speak to other girls and let them know that, you know, this is something that they should consider. And so what is your hope for the future of the STEM Bell, particularly now that you've been awarded the Innovating Science Award by Nature Research in partnership with the Estee Lauder companies? What, what, what impact do you hope that the award will have on the STEM Bell and its future? I think this award is going to take us three steps faster than we thought. So first thing that I think we're going to be doing is teachers' development. Nigerian teachers are not well equipped to keep passing on knowledge you know you you give what you have and at some point you need to refill refresh what you have so that you can give more of course where we have been in the southwestern part of nigeria for um two years now and we're going to be expanding to the northern part of nigeria and we just keep reaching out to see how fast we can how well we can help close the gap and to use your turn of phrase how do you hope that the STEM bell will unclog the minds of these young women? So if you look at our logo, we're telling a story that as a woman, you can be everything. You can be elegant in stilettos. You can be confident in stilettos. Elegant in stilettos is that you can have a home front. You can be a wife. You can be a mother. You can be stylish. You can be chic. You can be everything feminine. And Confidence in stilettos is you can have a career of your choice. You can lead in STEM fields. You can make decisions. You can sit on big tables. You can you can be everything, basically. That's what we're trying to say. And with these strategies that we have been implementing and the ones that we hope to as a result of this award, we're very confident that you know the mindset of girls will change. And we hope that we continue to change mindsets across Nigeria and across the world, hopefully. Thank you and congratulations again to Doreen Anene. Thanks for listening and apologies for the croaky voice. 
I'm Julie Gould. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.